the bottom line in business. Voice America Business. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show, and my guest this hour is uh, Erica Sandberg, uh, who's got a book out called Expecting Money, the Essential Financial Plan for New and Growing Families. Uh, Welcome to the show, Erica. Thank you so much for having me, Jordan. Uh, We're going to talk today about creating a recession-proof family, Um, and that's certainly a very timely topic with what's going on in the uh, economy and so on today. Um, Maybe we should just start briefly with a little bit of your background so people know what you bring uh, to this particular topic. Okay. Um, I actually come from a consumer credit background. Um, for years, for over a decade, I actually worked for a um, consumer credit counseling service, um, first as a counselor and then in senior management. Um, and it's, So I really broke ground <laughs> there, you know, talking about debt and money management issues and, you know, why people are so behind and how they can get, how they can get from the negative and into the positive. Um, and it's, it's a very difficult journey for people. It's, it's not easy. It's absolutely doable. And this is what I love about money, is that there's always something that you can do. There is always something positive that you can do to make your finances better. It's not like health. You know, it's not like a love relationship. You know, sometimes it's just dead. <laughs> With money, you can make incredible strides. So that, that's, that's where I come from. And then I wrote the book, um, started my own financial education business, and it's been amazing from there. And then you also worked at um, TV stations, and mm. um, just tell us a little bit. I just want people to really understand your background before oh, okay. we get Okay, yeah, yeah. I um, uh, spent about four years um, with Cron TV here in the San Francisco, um, in the Bay Area, uh, giving money management assistance on, on TV, ta- taking live calls um, with on just about everything from, you know, what should I do about insurance to um, I'm being sued for you know, a medical bill. What in the world should I do to um, I'd like to file for bankruptcy. It <laughs> sounds really great to That's me. That's a popular one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I do that for almost all, uh, all the Bay Area stations um, here. A lot, of, a lot of work with, like, everything from Fox Business News to Business Week TV and, and Forbes. Um, right now, this is the topic... Topic du jour. Everybody wants to know about money, which is really exciting because um, people do want they, want, they want better things for their life, um, and they just need to know how to get there. So let's just kind of set the scene a little bit. Uh, give me a sense of some of the pressures uh, that are affecting families. Uh, before we start solving, let's find out what some of the pressures are that are affecting families, particularly today. Yeah, I mean, let's talk. Okay, look, we are pretty much in a recession. I think m- most people uh, have agreed. Um, that if we're not in a recession, we're, we're darn near close. But what does it mean to individuals? And we're talking big bailout right now for financial institutions, but individuals, people who are starting families, what does it mean to, to everybody? Um, well, first of all, inflation, right? Mm-hmm. Cost, the, the, the cost of essentials are going up, and this is where people are, are feeling it right now. Uh, in, in great pain very often, you go to the grocery store and food is costing more. It just simply is. The cost of eggs is up. The cost of milk is up. Um, and it's, it's very painful for families, especially growing families, because you've got more people to feed. Um, jobs are insecure. You want to make sure that your, your, um, your employment is nice and tight and that you're going up and your, um, your, your, your income is secure. Um, 
and the, your investments are down, you know, and that's really scary. Or, and if they're not down, they're fluctuating wildly, which is um, uh, nerve-wracking. So it's a very difficult time right now for families, particularly people who are just starting out with their family. They're pregnant or they've just had a baby or they're thinking about having a baby. You think, how in the world am I going to do this? And it's very scary right now. And what are you hearing about the credit crunch, just how that's affecting people? You know, it, the cost of loans is more expensive, you know. Um, and but, but more importantly is that if you are looking for a loan, they're, they're more difficult to get. They, they just simply are. Um, especially, of course, um, the mortgage crisis uh, compounded with the, with the credit crunch. Um, it, it, it's just one more factor that is making uh, individuals have reduced sense of freedom with what they can do with their finances. If, if it's more difficult to get a good, cheap loan, then you don't have as much leeway to start your own business, uh, go back to school, um, refinance uh, your home, maybe build a build an extension on your home for your for your new child. Um, it, it's it's just tougher. You ha- you have to do this retract, um, which is uh, still to this day people are, are are adjusting to because we had this amazing period of growth. Everything was great. Loans were cheap. They were they were plentiful. Um, everyone was doing fine. I think st- people are still feeling the the slap across the face of uh, of this uh, this new economy. And how about the the real estate prices having fallen? You're, you're based uh, in California, but we're kind of the epicenter. But lots of other places too. How is that affecting families? Uh, it, it, I would say emotionally. You know, it's it's nerve wracking to see to know that your home, which was once you know on the market, you could have sold it for five hundred thousand dollars, is now worth three hundred thousand. Uh, how does that affect someone? You you feel stuck. You can't sell it. <laughs> you know, if you do want to move. You're, you're stuck in that in that one place, um, and feeling stuck is a miserable feeling. You know wh- what we all want is that sense of freedom. I can do anything. I can go anywhere. I can I can I can get ahead. Um, and so uh, when our homes have devalued so so dramatically, and it has for so many people, um, you're just you know as I say, you just feel like you are. You've got a ball and chain, and that's that's really a, really miserable for people. And how is it affecting people's businesses and small businesses, particularly? No, it's it's just tougher. I mean, small businesses when you've got to, you know, you you need to stock up on inventory, and you know you can't afford to do that. You can't afford to keep the, the, the shelves stocked. Um, again, that that's it, it has a great impact on your ability to to earn more money. Uh, or to even just stay afloat. I have lots of friends who are in the restaurant business, and you know they're they're truly being impacted for a variety of reasons. You know, you've got the fo- the food costs which are higher. People aren't coming in as in as great as numbers as they used to. Uh, the the rent, you know, very often the restaurant owner will rent um, have increased. It, it it's every every kind of every element is out there is is working against you. So. Because of that, you have to go into emergency mode. And emergency mode is, where can I scale back? How can I get ahead by doing X, Y, and Z? What are the X, what is the X, Y, and Z I need to do so that I can survive and thrive in this environment? So it really is kind of a survival mentality you're seeing these days. Like, absolutely, survival mentality. This is, this is where I want everybody to kind of stand up and say, okay, it's bad. It may not be as bad as um, 
certain certain media folks are saying that it is. I was almost kicked off Fox Business News the other day <laughs> because I said, "Don't listen to the news," um, because it's you can, you can, they can just whip you up into a frenzy. If oh my gosh, the sky is falling. There's nothing I can do. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely going to emergency mode. It's 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 really stepping back. You, I, I don't think anybody right now, unless you really have unlimited funds, I don't think anybody right now can afford to be flippant with their money, to just spend randomly. And this really goes against what new families um, would like to do. Because, hey, if you've got an addition, you, you, you're pregnant. What do you want to do? You want to, you want the world for your child. You want the best. You want great things which, by the way, cost money. So, you know, it goes against your natural desire to wrap your child in luxury. How would you say people should deal with the news when they're seeing all this mm. bad news and they're seeing these bailouts and these yeah. layoffs and these mergers? And uh, Psychologically, what, what is the best way for people to uh, not get shaken by it in their own finances? <laughs> And, oh, it's it, it, it's so hard not to have that absorb into your body and say, "Oh gosh, you know, this is it really is horrible." To look at it very critically, to be very, very good, go be as knowledgeable as you possibly can about how the economy works um, before you listen to the news or as you're listening to it. Say, "Well, what's the other side?" Um, be very, very skeptical about what you hear. Back it up with facts. Let's not forget. The stock market, what does it do? It goes up and down. We're in a down. It'll come back up again. Um, I think the greatest thing that anybody can do um, right now is a, a pretty, pretty direct phrase, which is called plan for the worst, hope for the best. Look at the news. Think about it as, okay, is this really the worst? If it's the worst, can it get worse? What, what else could possibly happen? And then hope for, your, for the best. Have a positive attitude about it because if you're mired in, in, in um, okay, it's never going to get any better, everything's going to be horrible, you're not going to get anywhere. And you think that's where a lot of people are these days? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. You know, everything's bad. My, my, my entire retirement savings is going under. I'm just not going to have any money. Okay. I mean, it, it will recover. We will see recovery. There's no doubt about it. There, what comes up goes down. What goes down comes up. Ride it out. Um, I, I love the mental picture of tied in, tied out. And if people can just close their eyes sometimes and can picture a beach with the, with the waves coming in and then the waves going out. It is perpetual. It is perpetual. And there's nothing that you can do about it. And quite frankly, there is absolutely nothing that any of us can do about the economy outside of our lawmakers. The only thing that we can do is take control of our spending and our saving. That's it. But that's a lot. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, it really is. I mean, it's incredible control. So, you know, remember that what's happening out there is happening out there, and it does have an effect. But what's more important is what you do as an individual. So you came up with this whole idea of creating a recession-proof family. Is that kind of in response to all the things we've been talking about? Oh, yeah, because I get so many calls and emails from parents um, who say, what can I do? <laughs> what do we do now? <laughs> How can I make sure that I've got enough money in the bank and, um, you know, what, what, should, what should I do? So, yeah, I mean, I talk a lot about this. Um, and the first thing is... That, that natural inclination that parents have to, to buy, buy, buy. Oh, my goodness. Poor parents these days. 
you walk into any store, a, a, when a big box store or Babies R Us, and you're bombarded with so much to purchase. So you, you really have got to work against that right now. I mean, this is just, it's not the time for random splurges. It's, it's to pare down to the essentials. Okay, we're talking to Erica Sandberg. Of, uh, his, her book is called Expecting Money, The Essential Financial Plan for New and Growing Families. We're talking about how to create a recession-proof family. And we'll be back after this. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. What can you tell me about SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA teaches you employability skills. So you know how to deal with people, you have teamwork, your resume is going to look awesome. Well, it's important to know your technical skills, but not only that, to have soft skills, the skills of learning how to communicate with people. On the web at skillsusa.org. Why is Pepsi cooler than Coke? Why are iPods so popular? In 2005, how can you launch a successful brand? Want to know? Learn about the fascinating and intriguing world of graphic design and branding on Design Matters with Debbie Millman. Every Friday at 12 Pacific Standard Time, Debbie Millman will provide you with a provocative look into the stimulating world of design as it intersects with contemporary culture. Hear what the experts have to say about creating, maintaining, and launching a brand in today's challenging marketplace. Join us every Friday at 12 Pacific Standard Time for Design Matters with Debbie Millman. Right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying, and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is Erica Sandberg, uh, who's got a book out called Expecting Money, The Essential Financial Plan for New and Growing Families. Welcome back to the show, Erica. Uh, Thank you. We're talking about uh, creating a recession-proof family, and uh, the first thing you talk about is scaling back on startup costs. So why don't uh-huh. we talk about that a little bit? How can people scale back on some costs? Well, I think what's really funny is about five years ago, and, and, and going back even further, um, you were looking at parents, and, and maybe even as much as like as little as a year ago, <laughs> you look at parents who spent such extreme um, amounts of money on ridiculous things. Um, I'm talking thousand dollar strollers and up it's easy to spend a lot on that um handmade in france peak cribs um just absurd 
absurd, absurd amounts of money um, for just the startup cost for your child. Um, just getting the nursery set up. I mean, just ridiculous. And the fact is, you need so little to get your child set up, to start your family. It is, but they don't need very much. They're very small. <laughs> they don't even mm-hmm. eat very much. Um, of course, you do have to factor in um, a certain amount of money for that, that child and to get your family up and, up and at it. Um, but really, it's very, very little. You can do it for cheap. So start there. You know, start, start thinking of how little I can do this for, not how much. Um, and don't try and keep up with the Joneses. It's ridiculous. People are still trying to do that, um, especially if you live in affluent neighborhoods. Um, and a lot of people are living on the edge, even in, in affluent neighborhoods. So ignore what's going on around you. So you're saying you should have a shopping list and really pair it to the essentials uh, and, and not get tempted by luxuries. You, you, but you were saying before people want to do the best for their kids. They do, and so you're really working against nature. Nature says, I want it. I want the best for my child. And everything to the, from, from the, the, you know, the most expensive car seat for the car to this incredible, like these, these rooms that you can have for your child that are decorated like a do. Um, but you have to think. I mean, it's, it's very, very easy to, to spend $5,000 to just to, to, when you get baby home, to have you know, babies set up you know, right there, or, or more, $10,000. I mean, it's just crazy how much you can spend. So, yes, scale back. Think about this. Your child is going to need what? Financial security. They're going to need, you know, if, if you're going to be uh, saving for their college education, the college fund. You're going to have to be financially prepared for yourself so they don't end up taking care of you when you, when you can't take care of yourself. Um, if you can no longer work, you're giving your child the best when you set up a financial foundation, not when you give them the best things. So if you give them this fantastic world where you're not fighting with your partner, with your, with your husband or wife about money, which a lot of people do, a miserable situation for a baby to be born into, um, if they're not... They're not oh, being born into this situation where you're worried about paying your bills, paying off your debt, getting deeper into debt, do the right thing for your child, which is keep them safe, keep them secure, and it has nothing to do with things. You say that you're, when you're going to make major purchases, you should uh, find other ways to get them that might be cheaper, donations, or what are some of the ways that people can get uh, major purchases taken care of? Okay, you can definitely exploit your friends and families if they, if they have splurged, ask for their splurges. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a new stroller. It doesn't have to be new clothes. Babies r- grow out of clothes real fast. Within a month or two, especially a small child like a newborn, is going to be out of those clothes very, very quickly. You don't need to have brand new things. Go through everything from garage sales to eBay um, and start looking. You can do a lot in those big box stores. You know, if you're, if you're morally opposed to those, okay, fine, but um, shop consciously. Um, go uh, your baby shower. A lot of people are uh, do have a baby shower and use that for for the basics. Um, and and you can really start off uh, very very with very very little money by doing that. But really ask around. Ask your friends and family members to donate gently used items. It's amazing what people want to clear out of their garage. So you're saying you could really cut your. I mean, roughly, how much could you cut your expenses compared to? You know, doing it the luxury way, doing it the way you just talked about. Look, you can easily set up life for your new child. You can easily set it up for less than a, a couple of hundred dollars. You get a free crib, a, a, a relatively inexpensive stroller, 
some clothes from garage sales, from consignment stores, from, from online auctions, you are going to be just fine for a couple of hundred dollars. Okay. And, and that, that raises eyebrows with a lot of people. I can. Of course you can. You know, consider it a challenge. It's a great challenge to meet. Do you have some websites that might be helpful in, in uh, you know, helping people save money on their uh, purchasing for kids? Ooh, um, some websites. Well, I think that uh, doing the comparison shopping is really important. And just looking at everything from if you want to look at what's going on at Target to, you know, uh, the other stores that are very similar, um, just just kind of do a back and forth, Bed Bath & Beyond, and say, oh, they're charging this for that and this for this. So really look around before you walk into a store. The worst thing that any parent can do is not do some research before they walk in. Um, because you do want to get the sale price. And I, I love online. I love shopping online, especially when you're first starting out because time is limited. And it's, 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 you really save time and gas right now, too, because you know how expensive gas is. Right, right. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's the first thing is really keep your costs under control. The second thing you're saying is to review employee benefits and secure your job. What are some things to look for there? Boy, I am telling you, if you are going to return to work, Get, make sure that your job is secure. There is very often a negative, um, a negative attitude that employers have toward a new parent. If you can believe that, it really is true, where um, they think, okay, well, as a new parent, maybe you're not going to work as hard. Um, you're going to be taking time off to take care of sick babies. You know, maybe they're, they're going to try and negotiate um, a different work schedule and that they're not going to be open to it. This is really important to go to your employer and to explain just what you want to do. You know how you want to how that you are committed to your position to the company that you're not going to spend time. And this is this is what a big trap that people get into. You're, you're pregnant and you're planning for your child, and what do you do? You get on the phone and you start you're interviewing pediatricians. No, this is not the time to slough off on the job, especially now with our economy being what it is. You want to make sure your job is ironclad. So work as hard as you possibly can. Review your employee benefits. You want to know what the company policy is toward time off. All companies are different. It, cha- it varies from, from firm to firm. So know what it is. That means getting out your employee handbook or talking to HR or talking to some other person who who's, um, is a family person and, and gauging what's going on with that. Um, you, you really want to be close to, to the, um, uh, the uh, philosophy of your organization um, and making sure that they know that you're serious about continuing working because a lot of people say that they are and then they quit um, as soon as their uh, disability benefits uh, run out. So, And then that makes it harder for you to get the next job. Absolutely. It really does. But also take advantage of the, um, of the, the uh, employee benefits that you do have. That if ever there is a time right now to, uh, to save money on taxes, this is it. Um, use an FSA, one of those flexible betting accounts, so that you can save money on, on uh, health benefits, on, on um, medical expenses and transportation expenses. They very well may have um, an, uh, an EAP, an employee assistance program, that can help you set you up with child care or just any other sort of goodies that, that goes on. So know, know what you can get from your job while you're also securing your employment and making sure that they know that, um, you're serious about returning. I mean, people who are in uh, big companies you would have thought were secure, you know, Lehman Brothers or Merrill Lynch or something, or Bank of America, these big companies. I mean, who is secure these days? How can you really know for sure? 
You can't. You can't. All you can do is be a great, I mean, again, if you're committed to, to going back to the workforce, you know, you've got to prove. Right now, everyone's got to be top-notch. You've got to prove that you are worth that position, and that means being serious about it. You know, and a lot of us, you know, especially women, you know, we're on the fence. Are we going to return? Are we not? Are we going to be a stay-at-home mom? What's, what's going to happen? Make a decision. You know, you can always change it later on, but make the decision for right now. You know, you, you've got to keep your options open. It's, it's almost too expensive right now for, for a lot of people um, to live on one paycheck. So, um, but, but you know, in some cases, it may be expensive to go back to work. If you, you could spend, after taxes, the amount you, you earn could basically be paying, paying your, your babysitter, right? Ah, uh, yes. Yes. So, so you how do you make to. that calculation to see if it's worth going back to work financially? Um, yeah, you know, let, let's just put it this way. The, the quickest calculation is if, you're, if your chosen type of child care is going to be more than your paycheck, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to, to remain on the job. But probably and a lot of people do that, right? If, you know, typically that's like a lower-paying position, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, even in much metropolitan areas where child care can be extremely expensive, like here in San Francisco, my goodness, a nanny, a good nanny is going to set you back Easily two thousand dollars a month. So, if that's what you're making, then no, it doesn't make sense. But you also may may be able to twist and and modify what you consider to be the right type of childcare. There's this very strange um, uh, kind of myopic view right now about what the ty- the best type of childcare is. And for a lot of people, it's a nanny or die. <laughs> that's it. You got to have a private nanny. It's the most expensive option. Are there other options out there? So, um, you know, open, open your horizons. Make sure you look at all the options before you're so focused on one. Um, because, again, yes, it's, it's very expensive to have childcare, but it's also very expensive to lose an income. I mean, because you just have, get pregnant and have a child, does, does your mortgage company care? They would like to get paid. So, so does your utility bill, and so does the gas for the car. So, um, you know, as wonderful as staying home sounds, it's just simply not practical for everybody. You talk about the Family and Medical Leave Act. Uh, why don't you just briefly give us what the idea and what rights people have uh, under that when there's a new child in the house? Well, not everybody is protected under this wonderful federal law, which says that you can take time off to take care of your child. Um, it's, it's also for a medical emergency, but, but for pregnancy, you can take extra time off, 12 weeks. The big caveat it's non-paid. It is non-paid. So the time you do take off to take to, to spend with your new baby, or if they, if you have a, a medical crisis that's going on with your child that you need to take care of him or her, it's it's going to be. There is no guarantee that you're going to have any income. That doesn't mean your company doesn't have a, a, a policy to help you. That means the law says they're not required to pay you for that time that you take off. So just. Um, it's important for people to know that they can, they've got the option to return to their work, to the job, but they're not going to be paid for it. A lot of people probably have a misperception, think that means they're going to get paid for those weeks as well. Oh, yes. There is no maternity leave in the United States. <laughs> All right, we're going to be back. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show, and I'm speaking with Erica Sandberg, uh, who's an expert on taking care of uh, your finances when you have a new kid on the way. Her book is called Expecting Money. The Essential Financial Plan for New and Growing Families. We'll be back after this. The Bottom Line in Business. Voice America Business. 
Tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific time for The Growth Strategist with Aldana Ambler. On the show, Aldana and some of today's top business professionals will discuss some of today's most pressing business issues that hold you, the business owner, back. Aldana will also give you 21 ways to grow with her list of growth strategies. Grow smart, grow profit, and grow your business with Aldana Ambler and The Growth Strategist every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific time right here on the bottom line in business talk voice america business jordan goodman has created the money answers network to put at his listeners fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research if you have a money question jordan goodman has a money answer to find out more go to www.moneyanswers.com the money answers network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance car buying and leasing college financing credit debt financial planning investing insurance legal services mortgages retirement planning wills and more only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. America is facing a skilled workforce shortage. Skills USA can help. What is Skills USA? Skills USA is life changing. Skills USA is awesome. Skills USA is one of the biggest opportunities life can give you. Skills USA is amazing. Skills USA is motivating. Skills USA specifically prepares you for the workforce. Skills USA empowers students to connect with a network of people, starting with their classmates, to their advisors, to other people in their states. Skills USA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. I'm doing something now that's going to be applicable in the real world, and those skills are going to be useful today in school and in five years when I'm working and for the rest of my life. Skills USA. On the web at skillsusa.org. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is Erica Sandberg, uh, whose new book is called Expecting Money, the Essential Financial Plan for New and Growing Families. Welcome back to the show, Erica. Uh, thank you. We were talking about uh, stay-at-home uh, mothers, and why don't you just give us a, a little bit of some, some of the numbers involved in that and, and whether it makes sense to uh, go to work or stay at home and, and you know some of the numbers involved be- before you think about quitting your job. Mm. Well, it's not just um, a number, a number uh, equation. It's also your emotions and your value systems and what you really, really want to do with your life and how you envision your family. Um, the, the worst thing that anybody can do, though, even though they may have this vision of this is how I want to live my life, I'm a stay-at-home mom, my husband goes out to work, and you know everything is just grand and dandy, um, don't just quit. This uh, is just the worst thing that anybody can do. Just because you want it doesn't mean that you should have it. You've got to run the financials. You've got to make sure that you can live on just one income. And with right now, with so many people living paycheck to paycheck, it may not be feasible. Um, you and I were talking um, about when it does make sense. I mean, if you are just working to pay for the nanny 
or pay for the uh, the child care? Yeah, no, it may not make sense. Um, but in that case, and you, if you do need more money coming in, look toward you, to your options. Um, you may be able to do a work-from-home arrangement. In other words, it may not be your best, the, the, mo- the w- most wonderful thing that you can imagine, but you could also have a child come in where instead of you pay for a, a nanny, hey, maybe you could do a little child care. Your, friend could have, your, your child could have a buddy. Um, it's amazing how much people will pay for good care. Um, and, you know, if you're just babysitting, you don't need a special license. So, um, you know, it's an option for some people. But look at all of your options. You could do these home-based businesses. Um, I have a close friend who does um, dog walking. She takes the baby, she puts the baby in a sling, and <laughs> she, she takes the neighborhood dogs out. And, you know, it's not going to be a huge amount of money, but it's something. It'll cover some bills. So, it, for me, everything, everything about personal finance comes down to this. Be safe. Be safe. Secure. I'm not talking about achieving great wealth. There are people out there who will give you lots of information about how to become extremely wealthy when you already are wealthy. I'm talking laying a perfect, wonderful financial foundation where it's, there aren't any cracks. And in order to do that, what's the one thing you need? You need income. You've got to have money coming in. So you know, think about all the different ways. I mean, it's amazing what people can do. You could do tutoring. Got a special skill? Know the violin? teach violin. <laughs> so it, it, yeah, you have to start thinking about the various ways that you can get money coming in. What are some things that people can do working from home? Uh, you know, I can understand their special skills, but mm-hmm. you, you see a lot on the internet and there's a lot of scams in this area. What are some legitimate things that people can do to increase their income uh, if they're a stay-at-home mother? Okay, well, you know, know yourself. You know, if you're not going to be good at co- cold calling or, or throwing these sales parties, don't do it. But if you think that you could be, you know, good at doing something like that and that you would enjoy it, heck, there, you know, you can sell pretty much everything from your house, from candles to lingerie to, you know, greeting cards. So, um, you know, you could start there. Think about the different things that you can sell. You can make things and you can sell things on the Internet. You can have those eBay businesses that people do have. Of course, you have to use caution. You have to use your common sense. Do people get taken all the time? You bet. So if it sounds too good to be true, of course, it probably is. But know what you can do. As I say, you know, you want to do pet care, you could do pet care. You can take that, that child in. If you've got, okay, and this is a great one. If you have a specialty, you can do consulting. You could do telephone consulting. There's a couple of wonderful, and, and I, if people go to my website and they email me, I can give you some great information about this, about doing, um, let's just say you're a tech wizard, but you want to quit your job so that you can take care of your child. Um, there are some wonderful consulting companies that you can do uh, where you can consult over the telephone. You don't have to leave your house. You just talk people through their um, uh, their you know tech problems or whatever it is. Um, I do personal finance, so I'll, I'll talk to them, and it's phenomenal money. It could be you know two hundred dollars an hour. So look to what's out there. You can do expert testimony. Again, this is something for somebody who's got a special skill or a special knowledge. Um, and if you don't have any special skills, special knowledge, uh, I'd like everybody to start thinking about the future. Are, are you saying that they shouldn't, um, they, don't, some of those jobs may work for them, but they should explore other things as well, not just kind of... <laughs> explore other things, and this may be a great time to get a certification, mm-hmm. maybe to do some night classes, you know, maybe, you know, instead of, um, maybe you're not going to be working during the day, you're taking, you're taking care of the, the child during the day when your husband comes home, maybe you can go out and take some classes. 
I want you, I want everybody to start preparing for the future. Make yourself, make yourself um, into a, 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 somebody who can create wealth, can, can bring in cash. If you can't do it right now, you know what, maybe two years from now you can. So and you're saying telecommuting is, is a possibility as well for people, right? I'm sorry? Telecommuting is a, a more and more possible for people these days. More and more possible. And I love the fact that one, one of the great things that's going on with, with the gas crisis and, and these prices is that companies are becoming a little bit more um, open to having people stay home and, and work from home if you possibly can. You can do a flexible um, flexible uh, 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 jobs where, you know, maybe you work half time and then somebody else comes in and works the other half. Job sharing, you mean? That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, you know, a lot of this has to do with the relationship that you have with your company. Are they willing to keep you? If you're great, they are, typically. And and we'll, we'll be flexible with you. So, um, but you have to make What are some things that you can do to make yourself indispensable to your company? Ah, uh, what can you do? Um, well, the very first thing that you can do is be committed to the organization. You, you need to let them know. And you let them know by always doing your best, Getting in, getting in good with HR. HR is your friend. <laughs> you know, um, if it's a small company, there may not be a, a human uh, resources uh, department. Um, in, in that case, you know, make sure that the CEO, whoever it is who, who runs the business, knows um, that, yes, you may be a mother and, or a father, um, but, but you're also an employee and somebody who is dedicated to the position. Um, you've got to toot your own horn. Nobody is going to do self-promotion better than you. Nobody. No one's going to go out to bat but you. So you, you've really got to be strong with that. Are you finding that some companies are more willing to be flexible these days because it could save them cost? They have less office space and fewer parking places and they save money on transportation and so on. That They're more willing to be flexible than they were in the past? Many are. And I really strongly um, encourage people to start Googling and start Googling companies um, you can you know type in a, a couple different keywords, but uh, family-friendly companies, and start looking toward that. Um, and there could be some in your area that would be perfect for you. Um, Google here, which is you know I'm in I'm in California, um, it's, it's in Mountain View. Apparently, they're fantastic for families. Um, but but look around. Um, so do a little research. I mean, if you're going to be in the job market and you're, you're actually searching for a company who's great, I know I know a publishing company um, here in the Bay Area that has on-site childcare. Um, so, you know, what could be better than that? You know, you go on your break and you see your child. Um, so, yes, yeah, some are extremely open to families and to alternative work schedules, and they value their employees. <laughs> they want to keep their employees because they know how difficult it is to get great people. But, you know, it goes back to that, make sure you're a great person, right? Be 100% when you're at the job. And and how about uh, starting your own business from home? I mean, uh, some people think they've got great ideas and innovations. Fabulous, except for one problem. You got a baby. That baby needs your attention. Babies cry. They they cry. They cling on you. They need their diapers changed. Um, They want to play. If you're going to have a stay-at-home business, what that also means is that you probably should also hire somebody um, from the outside, a mother's helper to come in and, and help you out um, there because it's you can't do both well. Do you see people trying to do that? Yes, all the time. And, and what's their experience? <laughs> what, their experience, they're tearing their hair out. They're miserable. They're, they're, they're stressed out. Their anxiety is through the roof. And a lot of it also ends up in depression 
like, I'm just, I'm not, this is not working. <laughs> I want to do this. It sounds great. It sounds great on paper, but in reality, it's too tough. Having somebody come in and absorb some of those parenting duties while you're working is really, really crucial. But the great thing is, is that depending on where you live, you can usually find somebody to come and help. We're not talking to nanny here. This is somebody who, who will be in your home. You know, you're in your home office. They're, they're in your home and they're caring, and they can knock on the door and, and get you, um, you know, uh, uh, consult with you about certain issues that are going on with your child. Um, they're, they're about half the cost of a nanny. So it, it can really work out to your financial benefit. So, so you've seen it. some people launch successful businesses while having new children uh, with, with this kind of help? I absolutely have. I absolutely have. Can you give us an example of what kind of business they, they did that was successful? Uh, yeah, you know, and we'll start with the arts. I have a friend who's an artist. She, um, she's an excellent painter. She's more of a commercial um, artist. Um, and she has a, an art studio in her home. She paints, she draws, she, she creates graphic design. Um, and she does that in her home with her child, but she does have a mother's helper there who she pays a minimal amount. It's about, it's about the minimum wage that she pays. Um, and so she's able to successfully balance the two. It works. It works. So anything that you can do for home, as long as you've got the space and the setup, can work. And so she's a wonderful example because she can pump out these paintings really quickly, and she actually sells them online. Um, and she's bringing home 4000 a month, last time I checked. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's a pretty penny. And so she, she pays approximately $1,200 a month for the, for the um, mother's helper, but it works. She, she does get to have the best of both worlds. Um, I also know somebody who's, um, who, who's a professional expert um, witness, and so she goes around the country and she does, um, she, she does trials, but she takes her baby with her, and while she's there, she sets up child care. So it can be done with commitment. It's amazing stories, indeed. Okay, terrific. Well, we've, uh, we're about to go to a break. Uh, again, this is Jordan Goodman of uh, The Money Answer Show, and my guest this hour is uh, Erica Sandberg. Her book is called Expecting Money, The Essential Financial Plan for New and Growing Families. As you can see, there are really a lot of things you can do uh, to recession-proof your family, both increase your income, keep your expenses under control. And we'll be talking about this much more when we get back after this. Bottom line in business. Voice America Business. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying, and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Achieve Total Wealth Management. Listen to Three Dimensional Wealth with Rory Diefendorf every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern, right here on Voice America Business. Three Dimensional Wealth is a show dedicated to teaching you a value-based approach to comprehensive wealth management through practical strategies and expert advice. 
Take your first step down the road to financial independence. Listen to Three Dimensional Wealth with Rory Diefendorf, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern, here on the Bottom Line in Business Talk, Voice America Business. Why is Pepsi cooler than Coke? Why are iPods so popular? In 2005, how can you launch a successful brand? Want to know? Learn about the fascinating and intriguing world of graphic design and branding on Design Matters with Debbie Millman. Every Friday at 12 Pacific Standard Time, Debbie Millman will provide you with a provocative look into the stimulating world of design as it intersects with contemporary culture. Hear what the experts have to say about creating, maintaining, and launching a brand in today's challenging marketplace. Join us every Friday at 12 Pacific Standard Time for Design Matters with Debbie Millman, right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. The bottom line in business, Voice America Business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is Erica Sandberg, uh, who's got a new book out called Expecting Money, The Essential Financial Plan for New and Growing Families. Welcome back, Erica. Hi, thank you. So we talk a little bit about the kind of uh, average cost that people should expect with with uh, kids coming along, and some people should be realistic about uh, what they should expect to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people uh, assume well, we've got two camps. Camp number one, oh, it's not that much. <laughs> you can do it for cheap, which is true, uh, with some exceptions. And then camp number two is... Oh, it's a fortune. It's an absolute fortune. And when I was interviewing people, when I was writing the book, I remember somebody saying to me, uh, well, if you're, if you're not in debt now, you will be, which is it was you know, pretty horrifying to hear. They're very, very defeatist. Um, the, but the fact is, is that it's a new, new human being you're going to have to take care of financially from this point to at least the age 18. Um, and it can be extremely expensive. Can you get the cost down? Absolutely. But I think everybody needs to at least um, add in about $200 into their budget that you're, that you're going to be spending on that child. Now, that could be, and, and, and uh, what, are you, what are you spending that money on? It could be everything from if you're not going to be um, nursing, it could be formula. Certainly, diapers are going to be a big uh, expense if you're not going to have cloth diapers. But you know, a lot of people use services, um, co-payments, medical treatments. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Meaning, at least a couple hundred dollars that people need to set aside for that baby on a monthly basis. And so, you can have a budget where you can anticipate these things and not be surprised by them, right? That's right. And what's what's unique about setting up a budget? for this time in your life is that when people think of setting up a budget, they think of elimination, eliminating waste. But when, when you're talking about a baby, you're talking adding in expenses. So it's both. You need to get rid of the stuff that you don't need and add in the things that you do need. Um, and that's a little different than, uh, than any other time in your life. Indeed. I thought we'd talk a little bit about the psychological aspects of this. I mean, here we've got um, people's incomes, in many cases, certainly not going up or even going down to some extent. Uh, their expenses going up for all the things you said we just added, but even without that, food and gas and insurance premiums and all these other things that are going up all the time. What, what, how should people deal with kind of the psychological stress being created here? Um, 
if you're in a couple situation where it's, you're not a single parent, but you've got another person that you're dealing with, um, fantastic. It's, it's wonderful. It's great to have two people in the picture because it's a lot of work. Um, but it also causes stress within the relationship. And it is not to be discounted. It is a major factor. It, is, it needs to be addressed from day one, from the moment you find out you're pregnant or if you're planning pregnancy to much later on. Um, give it its due. You need to start talking about money um, with your partner because you're going to be buying a lot. And whatever it is you're going to be buying, you should be discussing it with your partner, right? They should know. If you're interested in buying that $500 crib and they're not, then that could cause strife, and you don't want that right now. You want to be a unified force, and that's tough. But it's a goal that, you need, that, that every um, household should strive for. Um, but it's tough. Let's, let's, let's not, you know, mince words here. It can be really hard. You, people have different financial values. We all grew up differently. We all have different ways of looking at money. Um, some people are spenders. Some people are savers. Some people are a combination of the two. Um, but you, you really need to come together and start talking about money right now. Um, it's, it's really vital. Okay, so that's the first. So talking about kind of planning out what you're going to spend, what you're not. Uh, yeah. when, the, when these uh, stresses kind of hit you, uh, your income's not quite what you expect it to be, and you're spending more than you thought, and maybe you're going to debt or something like that, how can, can people deal with all that? Um, being, being realistic about what you can and cannot do. Um, let's go back to um, a stay-at-home parent situation where one of you quits their job. And it sounds great on paper. Again, yeah, this is what I want, and this is my value system. But you know what? The other person who's now this single-income person, who's, who's now responsible for, for paying for everything, that person feels some stress very often. It's, it can be very difficult for that person to assume that role. Um, and the same thing goes for, okay, I'm not working anymore. I'm not earning any money. Uh, how do I adapt to this emotionally? <laughs> you know, suddenly you, you're changing roles. Let's just say that you had a, a corporate position. You told people what to do all day. That's what you were used to, and now you're not. You, you, you're changing your emotional role, and it, it comes out in financial ways where you maybe feel guilty to spend money uh, when you spend money. Um, you're just not used to it. Your, your, your positions are changing, and I really cover that a lot in the book as to what you can do because uh, I, I don't like it when people discount this as being something that, that's uh, – not that important. It's vital. Discuss these things and anticipate the, and the, uh, the traumas and the stresses still to come here. That's right. And, and I think what a lot of people do not expect is how tired you are in the first year. Um, it's very tiring. Your child is waking up in the middle of the night. It's, it, there's a lot of exhaustion going on. Emotions are, are at a very high level. Um, and then money stressors adding to this, it, it just exacerbates everything. So um, go through the list. I give a pretty good list about all the different financial topics that you need to talk about at length right now. And it includes everything from, um, you know, pl- uh, private school. Do you think that your child should go to private school? If so, how much is that going to cost? Can you really afford it? Maybe you should move to a different community that has a different type of school system. Many, many, many different um, areas to touch on when it comes to your finances in your future life. Um, and what, when most people think of financial planning for their child, they think of college planning. That's it. The end. And it's just the beginning. Tip of the iceberg. 
Let's talk a little bit about some of the resources that you offer people. Tell us about uh, your website and how they can get your book and, and some of the things that you're offering. Okay, yeah. I mean, my website is great because it gives you an opportunity. Please go on. It's Eric. It's simple. EricaSandberg.com. Go on and ask me any question. I'm really, really happy to answer questions. Um, developing a blog right now, but what I'm, do- what I'm doing with the questions, I will answer them, and I'll post them on the website for, like, you know, you can be anonymous, or you can change your name, or whatever you want to do. Um, we'll post them on the website so that everybody else can learn from them, too. I'm happy to answer questions. The- and the more esoteric, the better. That's fine. Give me something strange. <laughs> There's just something on your mind about the economy, or about planning for your child, or, you know, formula costs, whatever. Throw it to me, and I will get you the answer. And I've got this amazing body of um, financial professionals who I work with. And if I don't know the answer, I'll get the answer. Um, so we'll start there. But also the book, by all means, it's, it's great for growing families. It's perfect for people who are pregnant or about to be pregnant. But you know what? It also contains a lot of basics. Credit cards, debt, planning for the future. It's, it's really for everybody. So, um, you know, we'll start there. Uh, but contact me. I'm, I'm always happy to talk to people. What are some of the most common questions you get when people are contacting you? Um, help. <laughs> Panic. Usually it's when people are in, in, in a, um, uh, an extreme position of uh, everything from they're about to file for bankruptcy to they, they've got um, collectors calling them night and day. Um, that, that's a big one. But also, you know, how can I save money? How can I, you know, this is, uh, I'm, I'm starting to really feel the, um, impact of you know, not having an income. Um, how do I make it? You know, I'm tired of eating noodles every day. <laughs> what else can I do to save money? Um, so that's a big one. But also, people are looking for resources, like uh, trying to find a credit counseling organization or a lawyer, and I can get that information as well. Terrific. Okay, we're just about to uh, finish here. So just give a, a brief uh, summary comment about how people should deal with the situation, as we've talked about for the last hour or so. Um, look to your own needs. Look to your lifestyle. Be really, really analytical about what makes you happy and why financially. Um, you know, we often just do, we act the way we act because it's, that's what we've always done. So be ready and willing to change the way you deal with your finances and treat it like it's exciting because you know what? It is. It is so thrilling to get your financial plan and security down that, you know, you should approach it with a big smile on your face. And if you're not, you're doing something wrong. All right, terrific. Well, thanks so much. This has been uh, Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. And my guest has been Erica Sandberg, uh, whose new book is called Expecting Money, The Essential Financial Plan for New and Growing Families. Thanks for being on the show, Erica. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Jordan. And audience, we'll be back again next week. Thanks again. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.